0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 43 of the Ironheart podcast, the podcast about filmmaking, the TV industry, entertainment and marketing. My name is Lung Yile and today I have a lot of cool stuff to talk about in this podcast. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the Oscar nominations, the new Batman movie, fiction podcast, And the new Jordan Peele movie. So I hope you guys are excited. And hope you guys are good. And uh, let's get into it. Okay, cool. So um, I know I haven't been around, but I'm back. Okay, so uh, today I'm excited uh, to talk about the Oscar nominations. Um, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up uh, with the Oscars. Uh, The nominees were out, I think, like last week. Uh, There's a whole bunch of cool movies that got nominated that I've seen some I haven't seen um and it's really exciting um I love the Oscars like I used to watch them back in the day when I was in high school and college I used to wake up every day like at like 3 a.m and watch it live even though they used to broadcast it on tv like you know at nine o'clock later that day but I always like to wake up and watch them in the morning I don't know there was like a magic to it. I have felt super, super inspired watching, seeing all the stars, you know, rooting for some of the films and, you know, the directors and producers and things like that. And mainly, I've really, really, really liked to watch all the movies that are nominated before the Oscars. Sorry, all the movies before uh, the, the Oscars so that I can be You know, make my own bet and and know which one I think is good. Not that I'm an expert or anything, but I really like to watch all of them and then see what the fuss is about and then make my own predictions. So for for this year, there's a lot of movies I got nominated. There's like King Richard, there's Dune, Cruella, which I couldn't finish. I don't know. I wasn't in the right state of mind. Uh, Don't Look Up, uh, House of Gucci, Coming to America, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, and lastly, Nightmare Alley, which I watched this past weekend. Um, anyway, it was really exciting watching some of these movies. Some of them are really, really, really amazing. Like it's fucking mind blowing stuff. The performances to the stories and things like that. Um, have you guys watched any of these movies? Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, Drop comments below. Tell me, tell me what your predictions are. Oh, and something else that's cool about the Oscars, I saw that they, they, they've announced, the, well, sort of announced the hosts. The, the hosts, hosts are going to be Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes, and uh, Amy Schumer. I think that's cool. They look like they could really hold it down. Um, but, yeah, it's really exciting stuff. Um, and also just thinking about all these this Oscar buzz. Obviously, there's also talk about are they even important? Uh, why should, should everyone care about the Oscars? But I mean, they're a big deal. Whenever people win or lose or get snubbed, it's all over the news all the freaking time. Maybe it's just the law of like the entertainment industry. Uh, something that made me think, you know, what, what I was thinking about when I was, you know, looking at all this Oscar research, Oscar buzz. Um, something that I thought about is like Oscar campaigning. You know, I remember last year when uh, Daniel Kaluuya was uh, nominated for Judas and the Black Messiah and uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Those guys were, like, campaigning, dude. They went on all the talk shows, the podcasts. And I I could just see, yo, these guys are just campaigning. They really, really, really want to win. And it's something that I noticed, like, yo, man, when people want that Oscar, like... It doesn't matter if your performance is good. You still got to do that the legwork of campaigning. And then I started researching and I realized, snap, actually, this is actually a thing. You know, uh, whenever a movie wants to, a studio wants their movie or actors to be nominated for an Oscar, they have to campaign. Uh, usually studios spend like three to 10 million campaigning. They host events. They send screeners and DVDs to different Oscar members, uh, members of the association, which there's like 9,000 of them. So <laughs> I don't know how many copies of their movies do they send with their gift bags and stuff like that. Um, but it's crazy. And it makes, just makes you think like they really go all in. Like, you know, you always see the stars and the producers tell the story of the movie, why they made it, what it means, why it's relevant. You know, I remember when moonlight one, like it was a really relevant story to tell, but you know, It wasn't just about... Even the story of how the movie got made. It got made for like one million US. It was shot for cheap. You know, things like that really helped the story of the movie champion it as like an underdog movie. And then it won Best Picture. You know, obviously after that little snafu with La La Land. But, you know, it's really exciting. And something interesting that I've been thinking about. Like how these producers spend so much money campaigning, you know. And... And obviously, there is perks to winning an Oscar. Once you win an Oscar as a director, you get to direct bigger movies, get to move up. Like, for instance, Gavin Hood won Totsie. Next thing, he did a a Wolverine movie. And then Chloe Zoe also won Best Picture for Nomads. And then now she directed The Eternal. So it's like, it's a good thing once you step up. When you win, I mean, it's a big career boost. I remember even last year, I was like super, super psyched when Rami Malek won. Or was it the year before? I don't remember, but it was really, really cool, man. I was excited, maybe because I'm biased and I'm a big Rami Malek fan. But it was it was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, another thing about this campaigning stuff. There's this guy, what's his name? This other director called Boots Riley who did that movie, Sorry to Bother You, right? People loved his movie. And then on Twitter, fans started saying, why do not you enter the Oscars and stuff like that? And he responded on Twitter that he, they didn't campaign. You know, they wanted to, 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 them to, to, to campaign for best, um, best, um, best screenplay and best music or something like that or best song. And then um, he told them like, no, we didn't campaign which is really, really crazy, which also made me think of like, imagine, like, I always hear of like, oh, South African movie sent to the Oscars, you know, and like, you know, South Africa has made the official Oscar submission movie, blah, 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 or whatever, for a whole a lot of bunch of like local South African movies. And I think about all this campaigning, how much it costs, because I'm pretty sure it's not free to go on all of these talk shows like how those guys the local guys or even from your even if you're from a small country you, you probably can't afford to pay for placements in all these brands pay for billboards pay to be on these you know uh, these Oscar campaign trail like imagine your budget is not even 3 million now you have to spend that amount for your Oscar campaign you know which kind of sucks which also makes me think to like those guys never really stood a chance. Like if you're from a small country and your movie is nominated for an Oscar, do you really stand a chance if you don't campaign? I mean, yes, the movie has to be good and story, but like the members need to watch it and you need to send like screeners to all these members. And as a small production, can you even send all these, print these DVDs and send them to all these members? And even just that, even if you did, how many movies are the members going to even watch? because you have to get on their radar. So it just made me think of something. I was like, yo, it sounds pretty hectic. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how smaller countries get to win if they don't have, like, a backing of a big studio. Um, But it's not bad. I think uh, it's really cool. Uh, I think maybe, you know, maybe it's also a lesson for smaller studios that they need to make a marketing budget. If they do plan to enter the Oscars, they need to try a campaign, get on, like, Podcasts and stuff like that, try to advertise in like the trades, the variety, deadline, and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting stuff that I, I've been thinking about. That it's not just about having a good story, good acting, or good overall picture. So still have to be marketing to your members. Um, so yeah, that was something that was really interesting. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was. Um, Nightmare Alley. Man, this movie was amazing. I watched it two days ago and my mind was blown. You know, it was a really, really, really good quality movie. So it's a movie by Guillermo del Toro. It has a lot of superstars from like Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Kate uh, Blanchett, Ron Perlman, Rooney Mara. Like, There's a lot of actors that are like, you know, hey. You can call them A-class actors or whatever. Um, but yeah, the story is pretty cool. It's about like a drifter guy who joins like a carnival. And then he learns from the, this mentalist couple how to like manipulate people. And then he leaves the carnival, the carnival and he he rises to fame and, you know, and then things get hectic. I don't want to spoil it too much, but it was a really, really good movie. Uh, I, I like to dig into how the movie was made. Apparently, uh... Guillermo del Toro trying to make this movie like 25 years ago after he made his debut feature film. But he was only able to make it after he he won Best Picture for Shape of Water. And then the studio was a little bit like allowing him like, oh, you can make that movie. So it's pretty crazy. Um, It's like a really, I read that it's really like a big dream project of his. And it took a long time to make, but hey, it's, at least he made it and it looks... It's a really cool movie. So uh, if you like those Oscar-type movies, it's not like a blockbuster. And it's, but it's a little dark, you know. It's not too emotional or too much drama. It's more like on the thriller. It even feels like a fantasy at some points, you know. It's a, really, it's a really, really good movie. I really think you guys should definitely, definitely check it out. Nightmare Alley by del Toro. Um oh another thing i want to talk about is a new batman movie i don't know if you guys have seen the trailer i'm excited for it uh i think it's going to be really cool i'm 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 keen to see what the new director matt reeves is going to do uh because you know obviously christopher nolan our father <laughs> he made a, like the best trilogy of all time and now like having another director hail the franchise. I'm just keen to see what's going to happen. I think, like, Robert Patterson is a great, like, um, what is it, a choice for the Batman. Uh, I hope it's really cool. I saw, like, it's him, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, and uh, I forgot the other dude's name. They're all in the movie. I think he's playing the red light. I have the name on the tip of my tongue, but I forgot. it. Um, Anyway, but... I'm excited for that. Uh, I'd probably go to the cinema for that. I don't know if it's going like, to come out straight at the cinema and on HBO Max. So cinema and VOD, we'll see. Maybe they'll give it like a window. But well, I'm really, really, really keen to check that out. Okay, um, before I get back into the normal programming, I just want to let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by Ironheart Films. So Ironheart Films is a video production agency uh, based in Randburg, uh, they've worked on the biggest brands in South Africa. They've worked on different productions from music videos, TV series, uh, TV promos, and a variety of productions. They do video production from shooting to post-production editing and color grading. So if you are a business owner and you are looking for a production agency that's going to help you uh, with a marketing video, Reach out uh, to Ironheart Films. Check them out. I think they're really cool. That's why I work for them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just wanted to tell you guys about Ironheart Films. It's a really great video production agency, which I run. So just to clear that out, if you do not know. But uh, we do a lot of cool work. And if you're looking for video production work, uh, hit us up. Check out our website. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, and also YouTube. Okay, cool. Now, back to the podcast. Okay. um, Oh, yeah. Another thing I've been dying to talk about is fiction podcasts, guys. Like, I've been listening to a lot of fiction podcasts, and I think I probably spoke about them before. But, man, they're just amazing. Like, if you don't know what a fiction podcast is, a fiction podcast is basically like, uh, it's like a radio play, but it's really good like there's a lot of production design it's basically it's a series but you listen to as a podcast so now there's like a big wave of a lot of fiction podcasts from sci-fi ones drama ones horror ones and what i've seen like a really cool trend is that they are casting big movie stars to act in these uh fiction podcasts and what's happening is once the podcast blows up the uh, the movie stars end up producing the actual movie or the C-series version of the fiction podcast. I think it's a really, really cool trend. Um, I've listened to a bunch of them. The last one that I listened to was La- uh, Last Known Position from Q-Code. It was like a sci-fi ocean thingy. Man, it was amazing. Even Marvel has a lot of Marvel um, fiction podcast. The latest one is Marvel Wastelanders Black Widow. I'll put a link in the description below uh, for you guys to check it out. Uh, I really like your guys. I don't even I feel like I'm going crazy by myself, like listening to these things. Uh, I think they're really, really, really cool. Like they excite me. And in fact, I even tried to make one a long time ago. I'll put a link below of one episode of a fiction sci-fi horror monster fiction podcast that I did with my friends. I really think that if you're like a filmmaker, creative, if you have an idea for a TV show, it's so much better to just write it and produce it as, as a fiction podcast and put it out there, market it and get, get feedback on terms of terms of your show. Like, I feel like this is like the way to go and it's really cheap to produce. So, um, yeah, I really, really think you guys need to check out Fiction podcasts. Like, I cannot say this enough. Like, please, just check them out. Check them out. And then see what you can learn. And if you can tell a story just, just with audio and sound effects, some of them are really, really, really amazing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to talk about was the new Jordan Peele movie. Nope. <laughs> it's got such a cool title. And, um, The trailer, uh, well, I guess it's not a trailer. It was like more like a teaser. It doesn't really tell you what it is. Uh, Played at the Super Bowl. Uh, It stars Kiki Palmer, uh, Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Steven Yen, I think. I hope I'm saying this right. The dude from freaking The Walking Dead, Glenn, that dude. But I hope that's his name. I hope I'm saying it right. I feel like I'm getting it wrong. But anyway, it's like a really, really, really cool movie. And like, man, I don't know if it's you guys, but like horror fans are like the biggest and the best fans in the world. And whenever a big horror movie is about to come out, we're like super, super psyched to watch it. We want to see it, and we like being blown away. And like, they're a really big like, like a big. They make a real impact in in the culture of like movie making and entertainment. And Jordan Peele's been making a lot of. Awesome, awesome movies from Get Out to Us, even the TV series like Lovecraft Country. I think he's one of the producers there. This was a Nazi series on uh, uh, Amazon with Al Pacino. Like, man, the guy and horror, like he just takes horror to a whole new level. So I'm really, really excited to check that out when it comes out. I'll be definitely hitting, like, the cinema straight, going straight to the cinemas to watch it. Because that's what I did when, like, uh, what's the other movie came out? Um, Us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. I, I, would you guys watch it? Are you guys excited for it? Are you guys even horror fans? I don't even know. <laughs> Let me know, guys. Um, anyway, this has been an episode of the Ironheart Podcast. Hope you guys like this podcast. Clearly, I can see people are listening. If you like it uh, and you, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, check out the podcast notes and send us a mail. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear what you guys think, what you'd want us to talk about, and uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, drop comments, let me know what you like, what's your favorite part, what your nice key takeaways, what you like, what you dislike anything man, just say something <laughs> anyway uh this has been an episode of the Einhard podcast. uh thank you so much for listening guys and uh. I guess I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.